character in the comics. Um, but if you remember um, way back when, the casting kind of caused an uproar within certain communities. Um, so when you were reading reviews about this show, it was kind of hard to um, disassociate the quality of the show uh, from the white, the supposed whitewashing controversy. Um, you know, how they cast Finn Jones as Daniel Rand in this kung fu show that's uh, kind of based on Asian culture, and it it wasn't really helping that, you know, you had Louis Tan, uh, a stuntman, an actor who was uh, in the show, and also had Audition for Danny Rand kind of throwing shade publicly on Twitter. Um, and not to mention, even just months before, that there was the whole Tilda Swinton uh, gate, let's call it, uh, with, again, with Swinton the whitewashing. Gate. Yeah, Swinton Gate, let's call it that. Um, so here we are at another episode of AP Marvel. Um, again, I am, as usual, I am joined by Izzy. Say hello, Izzy. Hi! <laughs> that was very enthusiastic. Um, and... <laughs> Um, and finally joining us is Adam Barnhart of uh, Marvel News Desk fame. Oh, fame. I went to infamy, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Those rascals at uh, (laughs) MND, which is not, honestly, not a catchy uh, acronym now that I say it out loud. It's Uh, all right. It could be better. (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll keep workshopping that. Yeah. but uh, yeah, we we usually have our our buddy Anthony on. He is unfortunately not feeling very very good, so we wish him well. Um, so yeah, it will just be the three of us having a civilized conversation about <laughs> race and casting. Again, these are two Asian Americans and one white dude discussing this. <laughs> so. That should be the name of a podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. No, just just retile this episode. Two Asian dudes and a white guy talking yeah. about Iron Fist. Everyone's favorite uh, the comedy buddy cop movie. I don't know. Um, <laughs> one's a white guy. Like, oh no. Um, uh, it's like a shittier rush hour, basically. Pretty uh, much. Yeah. So I feel like I was um, adding anxiety to your life, Adam, by like um, trying to get you into this episode because I remember. Um, uh, to give context, when I was first kind of um, yeah. delivering the topic ideas for this podcast, and you were mm-hmm. jumping on like, "Oh, I'd love to talk about Iron Fist," but um, and then you mentioned me. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think you're under the impression that we were talking about Iron Fist in general, whereas mm-hmm. I was kind of like honed in on the whole Finn Jones uh, discussion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I've been trying to, like, kind of assuage you and being like, oh, no, we're not gonna, like, double-team you. Like, this is going to be... <laughs> yeah, um, I'll hold, and Izzy will punch, um, and at the hey, end... Whatever works. Yeah, we're gonna... So we're gonna, like, hold you by your legs, like, upside down, and, like, all your, your lunch money will be, like, falling out of your pockets. That's what's gonna happen. And then we'll just yeah, give Chris you a swirly. Yeah, will be the muscle. Yeah, uh, yes, as I usually am. <laughs> Um, so I, I feel like when we talk about the, like the larger discussion, like on the, on the internet, that lovely place, um, especially when you kind of dive into say Reddit, you know, our Mm. Marvel Studios, our defenders, um, I feel like given the demographics of Reddit, um, they usually push back 
um, against discussions about this. Like, they, you know, again, like, the argument is that, okay, he's white in the comics, and, um, you know, there are some ranging from, um, you know, Asian leads don't really draw numbers to, yes, whitewashing is a serious um, issue, but this is the wrong fight to pick. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm kind of wondering, um, you know, before jumping into our own personal opinions about this, um, and Adam, we'll start with you. Since, like, I feel like you're very, you know, obviously with your position, you're very in tuned mm-hmm. with the uh, the fan discussion. So I'm kind of wondering what yeah. your interpretation of that was and what you recall from that uh, period of time. Yeah, I mean, it... I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me personally, so so I'm just gonna lay this out there. I'm a I'm a pretty big Iron Fist fan. Mm-hmm. I'd say probably a rather large Iron Fist fan. I have every single, yeah. Now I have every single solo issue Iron Fist has ever appeared in comic book. Oh wise. wow, yeah. Um, so for this kind of stuff, yeah, it is kind of hard for me to be objective when talking about Iron Fist, but at the same time. I do think the discussion leading up to the show um, did cast said show in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the show definitely had its issues, don't get me <laughs> wrong. It had plenty of issues, and as an Iron Fist fan, it was very frustrating with how they kind of screwed the pooch on that mythos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, yeah, it, it was just... I don't want to say frustrating. I, I do think that the the whitewashing controversy leading up to it did. It certainly didn't help um, with, you know, Rotten Tomatoes scores and things of that nature. You know, I guess my main frustration was coming in and looking through reviews and stuff and, and that the whitewashing being the biggest uh, critique. Is that the right word? Critique the biggest. Yeah. Sure. Like the biggest yeah. talking point that Yes, behind the yeah. show, you know, especially when there are much larger things in play, like their inability to actually form a coherent plot. You right. know? Stuff like that. It was uh, I mean, as an Iron Fist character, you know, that's that's kind of where my frustrations lied with the whole thing. I don't I would guess I I'd say I don't think it got a fair shot coming out of the gates. Um that's just my initial two cents, I suppose. Okay. Um, Izzy, do you remember where you were, um, like, j- j- uh, in high school? Yeah. Okay. I, I was. I was. I was going to ask you because I don't. <laughs> time is such a weird thing. Um. So how wired in were you into the discussions, and what was your what were your takes back then? Like, do you? You know, did you feel any differently back then than you do now? Because um, I, I probably did, at least a little bit, now that I think about it. Yeah, so I actually used to be in the camp where, you know, I was a by-the-book person. Like, if, like, I read a lot of books, read it, like, we saw a lot of books, movie annotations. Like, if something was wrong in the books, then, like, something, if something happened in the movies that was different from the books, I'd just be like, ah, like, just picking a fight. Right. And yeah, I didn't at first I didn't really understand what the whole I will be honest, I really didn't understand the fight because Iron Fist in the comics is white, you know, they're a distinct character <coughs> that's kind of important. 
what I what sort of propelled me was uh, Marvel's response to the white oh, it was like Doctor was the Doctor Strange controversy essentially, mm-hmm. and Marvel's response to it, and that and I will get I think we'll get into that later, but that pissed me off a lot and it made me care a lot more, and then yeah when after sort of realizing like that sort of like just like it was almost like an epiphany in my life like just realizing this is a really big issue and I was kind of I mean I knew it was a I think I knew it was a fight we were going to lose like having an Asian American Iron Fist but I was still like and like I was pretty apathetic to and having like okay like it's you know I accept it as like natural because I also knew the inevitable truth like Asians don't make a lot of money as a lead and at that point in Hollywood things were a lot different like than they are now like now people care about diversity people care about representation but back then like 2014 15 maybe 16 even like that was not (laughs) that's uh, that is not long ago but that's (laughs) oh my god the culture changes like you're totally right that's wild (laughs) yeah like People, it's just so, it's so different now. Like, people didn't care, like, as much as they did now. Like, including me. Like, I was one of those people who kind of realized, like, this is really important. And I think when, I mean, granted, I actually thought Finn Jones didn't do as bad of a job as critics skewered him to be. Because, like, my personal view was that, you know, like, in the show, I, Danny Rand was being really childish, mm-hmm. and Finn Jones emphasized that, so like by backwards logic, Finn Jones is not a bad actor, because I, I also thought, well, he was cast on Game of Thrones, so he can't be that bad. Like, but, um, basically to tie it up, like, I think <clears throat> I would've liked to see, I think, I can retrospect, I would've liked to see an Asian American Iron Fist. I also knew at that time was not going to happen but i think just that fire store i think just the fact that people i think just the fact that people made noise about it around the same time as like dr strange as, as swinton gate i guess you could say <laughs> and <clears throat> another really big point is that this is the same time that scarlett johansson got cast in ghost in the shell which is arguably i think the whitewashing controversy in hollywood has sort of propelled this into a propelled whitewashing into a much larger issue all those three things happened around the same time. Like, I think because of those three things, like, people made noise and people were heard. Yeah, and I think sometime after that, it was the whole um, the Hellboy thing with uh, Ed Skrine, who, um, yeah. who uh, dropped out of the film because um, he didn't... I guess he, did, he wasn't totally aware of what was going on, like, that it, that it was a Japanese character, so he, he stepped down. I think he wrote a letter um, that went out to the mm-hmm. public that was... Um, Really classy. Um, whereas you know, you you get to like, you know, you, you know, talking about ScarJo again and Tilda Swinton and kind of um, using, um, kind of using white feminism as a shield for uh, justifying that casting. Um, oh, uh, Emma Stone in Aloha. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Well, I forgot that was a thing yeah, for a second. Yeah, no, a lot. We we <laughs> we choose to forget that was a thing, so that's fair. It's like it's um, like it's like M Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Oh boy. Which also in the same vein is really bad whitewashing. Yeah. Um. But of course, like the argument against that is that oh, they're like in fictional nations. They're not actually Asian, but it's like, no, you don't understand. Um. So yeah, it was definitely a. You know, I feel like a lot of publications these days are, um, there are a lot of progressive ones out there that are not, that, you know, maybe Redditors and other um, community, community members might not be totally aligned with. So there's kind of a pushback against that whole whitewashing narrative. Um, and I know as someone who posted on Reddit a lot, and I, I actually kind of wrote a little piece on this on my own personal blog. Uh, I certainly experienced that very pushback. Um, and, you know, I think at the time, I'm not so much like this anymore. I tried to be a little more diplomatic about the whole issue. And I was t- I was kind of saying, um, you know, he didn't have to be Asian, but that would have been really awesome if he were Asian. Um, but now I've, I've, like, kind of taken a stronger position, especially after, like, Izzy, like, all the things that you've mentioned have all kind of compiled um, into one large issue. And there's been, like, this there's – there's been this bigger culture change, I think. And I don't know. I've always thought that we'd never learn from our mistakes, but, um, you know, after the whole Weinstein – effect that kind of changed the culture yeah. I'm like maybe there could actually could be some change here um so I guess wrapping it uh, going back to Iron Fist um so Adam maybe you can um give us some more wisdom and knowledge on the comics seeing uh you're definitely the most familiar with it um I've always been I, I no the question that no one's really been asking is should Danny Rand have been white in the first place mm-hmm. in the comics? Because I mean uh I, I don't even know off the top of my head, maybe you probably know better than I do. Like I, I don't even remember what year Iron Fists was, like was created. Or 70s, yeah. Right? yeah, I would have said early seventies, I would guess. Um, right. You know, and you, you. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I, I no, I uh, don't have anything to say. You, you did bring up a good point. You know, and that that was another part of it. It's, I don't think the argument or conversation should be whitewashing, um, because you know the character in the comic books is white. So that, mm-hmm. I mean, the conversation to have is if the character should have been white to begin with in comics. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, at least that's where I think the conversation should be surrounded. And there's, I mean, I see both sides of it, you know, it, it kind of adds to it. I mean, the characterization, how, how Finch Jones, Finn Jones, you know, portrayed Danny Rand was, was pretty good. You know, he's kind of a, a fish out of water type, mm-hmm. um, character. And that, that's kind of who he is throughout the comic books. You know, he. He went to this mystical land when he was nine, something, and then he grew up without, without his parents in a foreign land and stuff. So that that kind of all adds to the the character, I would guess. I, mm-hmm. 
But at the same time, you know, that, that opens up all sorts of logistical questions. How did Danny's white father know that this mystical city in Asia exists and things of that nature? So, I mean, I'm, I guess I don't really have an opinion on if Danny should have been created white or not. Um, I guess I'm playing Switzerland on this topic. I, oh, sure. I see, <laughs> sure. I, no, I see both. I see both sides to it. You know, um, of course, he doesn't have to be white to get that fish out of the water persona or something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's another thing. Um, I guess that's that's my response to this particular question i'm not sure if i even answered a question i'm i'm sure i'm not sure well yeah i mean those are some good points that will i mean i definitely want to get back to i think more what i was getting at is um thinking about the the era in which iron fist was created and what what the culture was like in the country that kind of might have contributed to the creation of that character yeah see then that's that's the other part you know he was created in the same time where the whole black exploitation thing with Luke Cage, you know, there's there's a panel that that I think's hilarious, just out of context. Luke Cage, Power Man, he's got his classic silver tiara on, and he has mm-hmm. his what do you want to call it, like a low cut V, yellow shirt or whatever yeah. it is, you know, with only <laughs> the two bottom buttons buttoned, and he's. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Dr. Doom, and Dr. Doom owes him money of some sort, and all Luke Cage says is, where's my money, honey? <laughs> it's that's, that's kind of the era that Iron Fist was founded in. You know, the, it was kind of the, the same time. I mean, obviously, he was created by white creators. He was written by white creators. I mean, you know, I'm not even sure if any people of color were involved um in comics you know even even luke cage and black lightning and stuff they were created and and written by white creators so that's Mm -hmm. kind of the i guess that's kind of how it was that's that's definitely not how it should be um but i guess yeah certainly not anymore in this exactly yeah so that's kind of that that's the era. I mean, if you guys pick up some Silver Age comics and stuff, you'll just kind of groan and shiver and just some of the stuff that's in it, like the the Luke Cage is. It it's so it's all I mean stereotypical. It's almost repulsive to a sense. Just kind mm-hmm. of how the stuff was written, the characters were written back then. Yeah, and it, it's definitely. Um... You know, I guess some supporters would kind of defend that as, like, quote-unquote tradition, you know? Like, this is how it was. Like, we have to kind of yeah. preserve that history. Um, and you can kind of, you know, ex- extend that to a lot of other different mediums. Like, when you talk about, uh, like, even, like, Tom and Jerry cartoons. Like, now they kind of had racist caricatures. Um, you know, I, as far as I know, I don't think Marvel Comics ever got to that level, but, you know... They even have to have um, if if they were to air those Tom and Jerry cartoons today, they would at least have like some sort of context. They would have a disclaimer, like this is how um, 
you know, these kinds of racial stereotypes, they were kind of normal to uh, depict back then. And we, we understand that standards have changed, but instead of ignoring this part of our history, we are, like, instead learning from it. Um, and that's kind of harder to do with, um, with like, a, an evolving comic book character, you know? Mm. Uh, because, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say there's anything explicitly racist about, you know... Uh, Luke Cage or Iron Fist or any of or any of those characters today, uh, but there's still kind of this root um, that uh, I guess isn't kind of being ignored, uh, being waved away a bit um, because I feel this is uh, and I'm kind of tying Iron Fist with Doctor Strange. It it feels like a a kind of a time where. I don't want to say the word hippies, <laughs> kind of hippies. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like yeah. obsessed about um, you know Asian culture and mysticism yeah. and uh, all that. Like, there's a reason why Doctor Strange looks the way he does. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I can. I remember. Um, I just reading about. I just remember reading about this too because I have one of my one of my friends writes for Inverse and he also yeah. is very I very much support like an Asian American Iron Fist. But Iron Fist, I remember reading that Iron Fist was created at a time where Bruce Lee and Kung Fu movies were really big. And so Iron Fist was created to sort of appeal to those people like, oh, it's a Kung Fu character, like just like Bruce Lee, except he's white. So he's relatable. I guess that's what their mindset was. But yeah, at the time Iron Fist was created, I remember reading Iron Fist was created at the time to appeal to those people who were interested in that. And I don't, like, it is sort of hard because it is, like, looking back at history. And, yeah, the 70s and just the latter half of the 20th century was a little bit racist. So it is kind of, some, I, I feel like it's kind of hard to say, like, should he have been white in the first place? Like, if he was Asian, that could have, like, sort of propelled some stereotypes of how, like, all Asians are kung fu masters, you know? like And, like, but at the same time, like, if you made him white... Like, I can see how from, like, a narrative point of view, like, they chose to make him white, and in that regard, it might have been better to keep him that way, but I also think, like, if he was, but yeah, if he was Asian, the stereotypes might have made, like, not the stereotypes, like, the characterization might have made sense, like, the culture might have made sense, like, it would have sort of maybe helped that, like, sort of growth and interest in Asian culture by pushing forward an Asian hero that might have been a lot more relevant, like, might not, might be a lot more relevant now in today's world if he had, like, prospered. But at the same time, it might have continued to push forward those bad stereotypes that, you know, we, like, we, meaning, like, we as, we as Asians, like, sure. might have tried to sort of break down for a little bit and might have been more prevalent than they are because Asian stereotypes right now, it's like, people know about them, but they're not, like, you know, like, well-known to the point, like, how, oh, like, all black people are great rappers for some reason or like most rappers are black or like how you know like the italian accent it's not like like asian stereotypes i feel like in like my life how, how i've experienced them they haven't grown to that level they're just like sort of everyone knows about them oh it's okay they're not like expected but like it could have been it could have been worse i think i'm i'm also i guess pulling of switzerland i guess <laughs> as adam is saying it sure but <clears throat> I think it could have 
you know, it could have been good, it could have been bad, you know? Yeah, put, putting uh, white comic writers and artists in the 60s and 70s, like, in the precarious position of having an Asian protagonist, that could that could have very well gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I'm, just, I'm looking up what year Breakfast at Tiffany's came out, the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. The 80s. <laughs> uh, no, that was 1961, actually. Um, the, wait, oh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I thought you meant, yeah. like, the Breakfast Club. I'm oh sorry. no 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 no! That doesn't. <laughs> the Breakfast Club does not have any uh, explicitly uh, <laughs> Mickey Rooney as Asian. a Japanese man, uh, yellow face. Also in my tab, I was I was I was shocked to learn a few months ago um, that uh, you know I'm a Doctor Who fan, and so I watched this episode of the Sarah Jane Adventures. Uh, where Matt Smith's doctor shows up, and there's a character named Santiago Jones, and I remember this episode clearly, but I did not know at the time that this character, no. born in Chile, no. was played by Finn Jones. He's got brown no! hair and, like, an open V-neck shirt and, like, tan skin, and I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and I'm just baffled right now. Uh, Stop! So I'm gonna close that tab right now and never look at that again. No, I'm uh, gonna look at that right now. Yeah, so wow. yeah, a, a brief history of Finn Jones. Um, so, wow. <laughs> okay, sorry, I needed to do that. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I'm wondering, um, Izzy, like, what, um, just to kind of verbalize that, um, that argument that people are making. Like, what would have making. Danny Rand played by an Asian or an Asian American actor. How what would have that accomplished in your view? Well, I think it would have given Asian it would have sort of started a conversation about like it so no, sorry, retract. <laughs> <laughs> it would have like so what I think about like in terms of like really great representation, I mean now uh, I mean a year after Iron Fist is happened is Black Panther, where it was just a beautiful, it was a beautiful movie, like with a complete, like with a majorly black cast, probably mm-hmm. majorly black direction staff, and it really, and I, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not black, so I can't speak about this, sure. but <clears throat> it felt like, you know, it felt like very authentic, and that it came from like the heart. I, I feel like I was getting an accurate grasp of someone's culture not like some not like americanized dumplings you know (laughs) as that analogy um i think if you made if you made iron fist asian rather than white i think you would have gotten a more i mean if i think if you'd written him with the connors of being asian you'd have gotten so you could have gotten sort of a more better understanding of Maybe the Asian culture. I mean, I think if you just shame, if you just kept everything about the show, but just changed the race of Iron Fist in general, I mean, I don't think it might have made the show like. I mean, I wouldn't. Have, I don't know how that how much that would have changed. But I think if you had started with Asian American with an Asian American Danny Rand, I think you would have started. <coughs> I think you could have told like a more interesting story about how this guy. Well, you had mentioned this in your article, Chris, but you can you could mention how this guy, yes, he's Asian, but he feels like an outsider in his own homeland. Mm-hmm. There's a very distinct difference between 
someone who's Asian and someone who's Asian American. And like at Carnegie, at Carnegie Mellon, you can definitely kind of feel that in some regards. There is sometimes sometimes there's a difference between you know an international student from Asia and someone who was born in the USA with Asian parents. You know, my parents were. I mean, my parents um, were born in Asia, but I guess immigrated here when I like before yeah, I was born, line, yeah. like lived, and that could have given, and just sort of that kind of perspective would have told a story that really we haven't been able that I, we as Asians have not really been able to see yet, and I think that could have been really interesting in the context of the superhero show. I think. I I remember like distinctly like watching I think Iron Fist like episode six, like which was the arguably one of the better episodes mm-hmm. of the show. And was that the RZA directed one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was interesting because I actually didn't mo- I actually was a I actually kind of liked that the internal conflict that they had set with Danny Rand throughout the season. It was just really a poor execution, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really feel for it because I'm sorry it was he was white I feel like it could have been a stronger conflict if he was an Asian American just torn between like you know his past and his duty because it really it would really emphasize like you know that it would yeah it would really emphasize like is like his preference like not a preference ah sorry it would really okay. emphasize just his you know, like his sort of, his like sort of cultural, like, I'm trying to think of the right word. Sorry. I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, a, like it's like tug of war between like two cultures. Right. Yeah. It's a tug of war between like two cultures, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can probably keep the text the same, but having him performed by an Asian American performer could have added a lot of, um, uh, subtext, I think. Um, because it, and you know, people weren't really buying it, but um, Finn Jones, like when he was kind of res- um, responding to the negative reviews of Iron Fist, I think he said something along the lines of, um, "Oh, this it's because everyone hates fans. Trump." No, no, no. He was, he was, he was. Oh yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. he was talking about Donald Trump and like the the backlash towards like white one percenters and some something along those lines. Do you remember? Do you remember that, Adam? At all? Uh, yeah. I remember that the <laughs> PR was a nightmare. I feel <laughs> terrible for the uh, Netflix PR people because oh, I mean Finn kind of kind of went down a uh, hole he probably shouldn't with, you know. Right. Finn and Finn and Louis Tan both, you know they they were both kind of very outspoken. Um, yeah. We kind of saw that. I know I saw that with some of the. Inhumans cast. Um, <laughs> that's a story for a different day. Yeah, it'll be a different episode one day. Um, oh my gosh! But yeah, it's yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good when you when you have these actors and, and cast members taking to social media to get into it with fans and mansplain things or if you want to in white finn jones can we is white splaining a, a deal i'm yeah. not sure yeah you know that's it's never good when yeah i mean I, take your loss take the l already don't make it a bigger l you know 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it was, uh, I think Finn Jones was, like, um, sharing uh, the speech that Riz Ahmed had. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and Finn Jones said, he, he just straight up, like, said the phrase, representation matters, and that kind of, like, that was basically was like, inviting, Lamau. that was inviting, uh, uh, that tone of discourse, I guess. Um, and the conversation, I guess, understandably, became very toxic because people were like, what are you talking about, my dude? Yep. <laughs> uh, you hypocrite. Yeah. Izzy, were you about to say something? Yeah, just, I was, I guess, sort of going to defend Lewis Tan a little bit, I think. I, in your light, I agree that, you know, him complaining that he didn't get... I guess him sort of saying, you know, what happened to me, like, it sucks that they didn't cast me, an Asian American, to play Iron Fist, a show inspired by Asian culture. Like, in the context of publicity of the show, that's not great. I do think that... I'm glad... I, For one, I think I'm glad he kind of told people that he was in the running to play Iron Fist. Because it showed that it, with some... In some po- at some point, Marvel did care about this and it was more it was interesting to see like sort of put him in a spotlight because it sort of it also just sort of brought to light one of the best parts about the show which was Louis Tan's performance in this eighth episode um <clears throat> and just I think he was one I guess in the larger sort of issue of making of how whitewashing just sort of kind of exploded during the during 2016-2017 I think he was one of the people who helped because he brought he brought that issue to light. You know, I was almost cast as Danny Rand, and it didn't work out. I think he handled it kind of. I think he handled it in a mature way. Actually, he said like, you know, I'm disappointed, but I'm glad I was still somewhat a part of this, and I hope it's getting better. I think he act. I think he was like, yeah. I think he. I think he acted in like a more like mature way that sort of also brought light to the issue i i feel like i have to be reminded because i i really don't remember like what what were things that lewis tan did say like what was the shade that he i just i only remember us kind of talking about that but not i don't remember the exact words or phrasing that he might have used do you guys remember he didn't say anything like incriminating i think he just was he just really (laughs) mentioned like i no, I was in the running, and then the end, they decided not to cast me. I think those were the exact words that he used. Well, I, I feel like there was, like, subtweeting and stuff. Like, I mean, I, I, I might just be making that. I, don't, I honestly don't remember. I think he um, was saying, like, you know, thank you for, I think, because after the Buzz, like, a BuzzFeed, a BuzzFeed, like, Vulture article, like, they sort of broke the internet. Well, Pumho broke the internet. Like, just <laughs> talking about Louis Tan. Right. And he was saying, I remember him saying, I think, you know, thank you so much for your support. It means a lot. Like, this role was still kind of fun. Um, I think he was... I remember him saying that like, he thought he was really posed, and then they said, hey, um, so, update, we're going to give you this role instead as a villain, and so that's how he found out I'm not going to be Iron Fist, essentially, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, <coughs> I feel like he handled it in a more mature sort of way that illuminated light about the issue that I guess it could suggest. But I think it was just a happy accident, honestly. Because people like, because I think people were saying, yeah, this dude was great. And it was like, oh, I was almost Iron Fist. 
Keegle were just yeah, that definitely made for a good headline. <laughs> like he, he yeah, definitely made the the rounds in interviews. Um, Fifteen minutes of fame, right? A- Adam, do you, what was your recollection about the the Lewis Tan saga? Uh, if there's anything we missed, I interpreted it in a much different manner. I don't. It almost seemed. Like, like jealousy uh, of some sort. Mm. Um, I don't. I just. I just thought it, it was very. We had never. I don't think we had ever seen anyone from Marvel, either TVs or movie, take to Twitter like these two have to talk about stuff. You know, with the secrecy surrounding both movies and television shows. You know, we had had never seen that before does josh trank not count for fantastic nah. four <laughs> nah. no not at all i didn't know people still thought about that uh, well i just i was i was re-watching rest of development of season four and there's a scene where tobias is in his costume as the thing and he's in a dumpster yes. and josh trank plays one of like the he's like pretending he's a copyright lawyer for marvel but pretending to be like a garbage dumpster diver hobo guy and he and then and then he walks away and he's like hmm someone should remake that movie and it's like wow that joke really still plays to this day doesn't it uh but anyway go um continue please i just wanted to share that (laughs) those those were really my thoughts um i don't recall any anything in particular um I mean, yeah, I would have. I mean, Lewis Tan was probably one outside of uh, Henwick's portrayal of Colleen Wing. You know, he yeah. was uh, Lewis Tan was up there. Who was it? he? Played Joe Chang's. He was like a Joe drunken Joe master. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in the comics, he's a pretty gnarly character. He's like a, mm-hmm. a demon eater type thing. So right. there lies my problem with this character. They totally butchered his comic mythos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I ha- I didn't have any issue with. With the actor, and it, as I understand it, he's a complete badass in Into the Badlands. Is that accurate? Oh, yes, right. Yeah, he's in that show. I remember... I, I Yeah, he's in that show. I also remember him like, being really honest about his experiences, which I also mm-hmm. like appreciated. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember that day, um, I think Chris would just sort of share like, a picture of... Like, just like a gif of like Louis Tan training, just like, I want, and I'm like, yeah same <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i feel like most of his twitter content is him like sweaty and shirtless and like swinging a staff around uh and um i want that's, yeah that's that's all i can remember really um i do remember his memorable performance in deadpool 2 yeah uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> wait that was oh my god that was him are you yeah, kidding me him. izzy <laughs> Yeah, that was him for all thirty oh, seconds. God. Yeah, um, and yeah, he he did a lot of press for that movie too. He like did. he did like a Marvel AMA, and he was like, you know, he 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 had to clarify that he did his own stunts in this movie, he did his own fight choreography, <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps he did for the fake trailer footage that they shot uh, yeah. that were that was not a final movie. Uh, <laughs> that was the most Deadpool thing ever. Yeah, Quick I was. Sidebar. I, yeah, I, I was like both um, disappointed, but also I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it at the moment so much that yes. I was okay with it at the end. Wait, because that's so funny. Because like, wait, that guy sounds like kind of attractive, and who do you know? It's Lewis <laughs> Tan. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, well, today you learned. Um, the more you know. Yeah, that's 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 really what AP Marvel's about. It's about um, dropping all this knowledge on you, uh, for you. Um, by you. By you. <laughs> yeah. uh, what the hell were we talking about before? You were, we were ta- trying to tie it yeah. back to Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah, and then we just started talking about Lewis Tan's body. Um, but... Hey! <laughs> I, I, hey! I, I, uh, well, okay. I mean, I was a little brought it up, I think, anyway. So, Adam, I'm kind of curious. Um, how would that have affected your viewing experience if, um, you know, not say not even Lewis Tan, but like just any Asian-American actor, if it was him in the role of Danny Rand? Um, like, given your familiarity with the mm-hmm. source material, will that have, like, had a negative, positive, neutral impact, I'm wondering? I do not. In the With how the show turned out, I, I, I can honestly say I don't think it would have had an impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I said there were so many problems involved with, <laughs> with everything else, the writing yeah. and the choreography and things like that. Um, I, I don't think... It would have made it worse or better. It's. I don't think it would have even influenced my decision on how I how I watch the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we can kind of uh, go over to like our more personalized opinions here. But um, I I'm kind of feeling that he would have been more bare, like with the text being the same again, like. I think he could have been a little more bearable if he were um, Asian-American instead. Um, because then, you know, even if it's not whitewashing per se in that you are casting an Asian... You're casting a white actor in an Asian role. You're still... There's still this feeling of appropriation, I guess. Um, you know, people were, people were kind of throwing the, uh, the white savior trope around that, you know, yeah. there's this... Um, there's this white man who becomes the Iron Fists, like, who is, like, um, you know, this very special, like, he's, like, the best, but, um, which is a trope that we see time and time again <laughs> through movies and television. So, kind of to see a, yet another variation of that when people are kind of expecting, um, you know, something different, something new, something innovative, because even without the race controversy, people are watching that first trailer and being like, oh, yo, is this Arrow again? Um. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, watching that trailer. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, everyone kind of like looked at each other and had that same reaction. I feel. <laughs> um, because I totally bought. Um, you know, reading um this interview that that, that Lewis Tan had with the with um Vulture, uh, not the Vulture. Excuse me. That's a different thing. With Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he was talking about how it, how his experience as an Asian American could have informed that fish out of water experience, um, especially um, especially in the context now, um, having seen Black Panther, um, because I feel like Ryan Coogler really um, really hones in an important point that um, there's a dichotomy between being African and being African-American um, with T'Challa and Killmonger, you know, like they, you know, 
they have the same color skin, but they they have radically different experiences. Um. So, you know, maybe it's it's asking too much of the creative team, the creative force behind Iron Fist. Um, but um, there's more they could have tapped in there, and I think the fact that they got a you know, they got a showrunner who is or who was already proven to um you know put out some stinkers, um, you know, last few seasons of Dexter. Um, who probably wasn't I I would not describe Scott Buck as woke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so for that, I mean, um that that was the thing that really annoyed me the most during all of those conversations. Um, you know, I I think there was an actor from Into the Badlands. I forget his name, but he, um, you know, he's Asian and he didn't really, um, share the same outrage. And so you saw people on Reddit who were kind of pointing at him and being like, "See, he doesn't care. So why should you all care?" Um, and that kind of invalidation, I think, is a very dangerous thing. Um, because you have recent events, like, there is the whole, um, there is that, you remember that prom dress controversy, there is, like, this white woman who kind of wore, like, this Chinese-style dress, um, and there is a headline going around saying that, oh, people from China don't actually care, um, but I'm over here being like, wait, but, like, Chinese Americans certainly have a very different experience than Chinese people, Yeah, you know, like... China and Japan and, like, other nations that are being more homogenous than the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't know. I, I'd like to think... that I, I, Maybe I'm being too optimistic, but... Uh, <laughs> I'd like to think that with the recent culture shifts um, that we're starting to work more towards that. Uh, I don't recall who's running season two. Do you remember Adam? Yeah. It's like Raven Metzner, yep, right? Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, I think, was his most recent stuff. He right. wrote the he wrote the election. Yeah, movie. I was I was trying not to bring that up. <laughs> oh no! But I'm he on Wikipedia page right yeah, now. He also wrote Electra. <laughs> I like how you mentioned the Sleepy Hollow though, to sort of like cushion yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to bring. Oh, he's the Electra guy, because then everyone's like. Really? Oh. <laughs> uh, Falling Skies, Heroes Reborn. Oh boy. Uh, Wasn't the first season of that good? Uh yeah. I mean, and then every, everything after that wasn't. But then they tried to reboot it with Heroes Reborn, and I saw I think the first twenty minutes of episode one, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna skip out on this. That's um, just uh, yeah. But uh, I, I I couldn't really tell you much about this guy. But I know, the Electra thing is not inspiring much nope. hope right now. Um, yeah, I mean, the... well, like Luke Cage is going to be in it. No, other way around, right? I think Iron Fist is in Luke Cage season two. No, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay. he might be in Iron Fist season two. We just don't know that yet. Oh yeah, we as, as far I haven't as we seen know, anything. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Misty Knight's going to be in it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what is there to salvage from Iron Fist because it 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 got such a 
such a critical beating from people, and uh, when people are watching the Defenders, everyone just kept talking about how annoying they found Danny Rand. <laughs> Even without watching the show. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah. uh, I, I wonder if... Um, because, you know, we're talking about, like, um, regardless of the race um, of the main actor, you know, it, it was kind of a disaster to begin with. Um, but the more and more I think about it, the more I kind of buy the Donald Trump argument, because, um, especially when you talk to, like, progressive people watching these shows, um, like, how is it possible to sim- to sympathize with a whiny... Rich, spoiled man-child. Yeah, exactly. One, especially one who's white and like, you know, looks like Finn Jones. <laughs> it's like this skinny, curly-haired dude who like doesn't really look like he'd fight that well. And like, to be fair, like it doesn't sound like he had that much rep time with the choreography. Yeah. I think it's two weeks, but like that's oh off topic. God, jeez, yeah. Um, but like, I think I definitely agree. Like, it is true, but it's also kind of sad that sorry Adam that he had to resort to that point Mm -hmm. as well because like in this day and age if you don't like Trump it's natural you're gonna blame Trump for everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that kind of felt like well well, I kind of felt like well duh like just directed all to like this like this sort of huge force that half the world kind of hates like that's so easy to do. Yeah, like it felt like a cop out. Yeah, c- certainly. Yeah, certainly the method was not. I mean, I, <clears throat> I understand like the concept of what he's saying, but he was that, that was absolutely like a denial of any responsibility. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the for the fans argument is the same thing, which I, he also used. I remember this one Reddit comment on this post I made. This guy was like. I'm Mexican! Iron Fist is my favorite character. If they ruin this, I'm gonna be so mad. It's like, why do you have to... <laughs> it's like, what does that have to do with your argument? Like, kind of using your ethnicity as a shield, which, when it's, like, completely irrelevant to this conversation. Not to mention, like, I don't think... Um, like, how how would that ruin the character if it was an Asian-American actor? So, um, I don't... Reddit is an interesting You place, mean to tell me uh, <laughs> I can't go on Reddit and pull the Eye of Black Friends defense? <laughs> that does not fly. Uh, I ate at a Chinese restaurant <laughs> once. I know how to use chopsticks. Um, my girlfriend is Asian. That's that's an argument. Oh, my girlfriend's have been Asian, <laughs> says this one guy. Um... <laughs> Oh god, I, I I like Asian girls. Yeah. Uh oh. I have yellow fever. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop being racist. <laughs> yeah, but that's that that is real though. Those those people are very close by to us, probably. Um we've we've certainly met them. Um and they think those are legitimate arguments on the internet. Um so, I think we only got a few minutes left, so I'm, uh, any final thoughts that either of you would like to bring up regarding, um, you know, the, the fan reaction, the critic reaction, um, what the future with not only Iron Fist, but, you know, Hollywood whitewashing in general might be? Um, any, anyone have any vision on that? Well, sorry to, oh, eh, 
server. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I think in terms of Hollywood getting better, it's that I think Black Panther was a sign to everyone that people actually do care about representation. Like, there's this, um, like we, we forgot to, I've been trying, we forgot to bring this up, but there's this movie actually coming out, um, in August called Crazy Rich Asians, based mm-hmm. off the book by Kevin Kwan, which is sort of like a sat, well, Ke- the book is about, sort of like a satire about, like, there's this rich, like, like, just like the rate, like the 1% Asian culture, but at the same time, it also does a really great job of emphasizing what we've been talking about, like, the difference between Asian and Asian American or African and African American, and it does a really mm-hmm. good job with that. Yeah. So I hope that 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 I hope that that adaptation does for Asians what Black Panther did for African Americans or like African and Africans. I think I actually think that if you had done if you had just done like this, if you had just kept the show as it is and then changed Danny Rand to an Asian, it might have set things off on a worse course because of. Just that stereotypical, just having that stereotypical presentation, like just representation. If you had started having an Asian, that could have been different. So I think, like, just how you think about that in terms, in that kind of terms, is really important. Um, and I do, like, I see, like, often to my friends, to you guys, like, mm-hmm. maybe on the internet, I am very, I sound very vocal i'm very vocally like for representation but i also do see the nature of both sides and i think in the end i think i'm in the end i think i'm sort of glad iron fist happened because it happened like, as, as we've said it happened same time as ghost and michelle dr strange like just those three made the, made it really like sort of help to emphasize that this is a problem but it is kind of sad that at the cost of a beloved character, like for people like Adam, like this is what we got instead. You know? mm-hmm. It could have been better. It could have been much better. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. You know, I was surprised as hell to find out they renewed Iron Fist for C2. Season yeah, two? I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I mean, after watching Luke Cage season one and how. Much, I guess, that cooled off in the second half. I just think, you know, even with mm-hmm. the Power Man and Iron Fist dynamic, that they should have gone that route instead of giving both of their characters their own show. Um, personally, I don't see them changing much. I mean, there's speculation that Iron Fist season two is actually going to have a shorter season, but that's pure speculation. It could be 13 episodes, mm-hmm. but it did quit filming few weeks before daredevil even though daredevil started first um so maybe a shorter season will benefit but then we got a shorter season with the defenders and that helped out none um you know so i i I don't know i'm i don't don't think there's much redemption for danny rand in the mcu um which is i mean from a marketing standpoint you look at the success black panther did it's those box office numbers were crazy. I mean, Infinity War is probably not going to beat its domestic total. Mm-hmm. You know, it's insane how well that did domestically, and that speaks volumes to people who don't 
you know, the naysayers, the haters with a Z, you know, those, those people. I mean, it, it totally disproves their thoughts that minorities don't sell. You know, they do. There was, um, it seems like James Gunn always brings this up with the toys and someone in merchandise at Marvel says, girl toys don't sell that's why they only had one Gamora action figure and one Nebula action figure for volume one that's Mm -hmm. we all know that's total bullshit you know if you if you make good content with with strong minority leads female leads I mean I'm just anticipating how well Captain Marvel is going to do in March you know and I think as as the white dude and the two Asians and the white dude podcast, it's probably <laughs> too much of a trope to say representation matters, but it does. You know, we all know that. So, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't happen with Iron Fist, but, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that Marvel could do. I mean, it, I think a Shang-Chi movie would kick ass. I'm not just yeah. sure if, I'm, if we're supposed to swear or not. But ass isn't even a swear. Please word. do. But you know, there's. I've probably swore on this show already. Oh, I absolutely have. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff Marvel could could do. You know, I mean, there's even Kevin Feige said you know they're interested in Miss Marvel, and that would be huge. With Kamala Khan, yeah, that would be absolutely. amazing. That would be huge. Yeah. Um, and like we even said, I mean, 2016 was a completely <clears throat> different society then. That's. It feels like we've aged forty years in the past two years. God, you know, it's like an old grumpy man. You know, I'm yelling at kids to get off my lawn, and it's only been two years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Closing remarks. I I don't think Iron Fist is going to probably be redeemed. Um, but I am excited towards you know to see how the MCU progresses. You know. Um, probably with RDJ and Chris Evans out, you know, we're going to have Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Brie Larson. Oh yeah. You know, uh, Scarlett Johansson's getting a solo movie. You know, those are, they're going to be leading the, the MCU. Um, yeah. Scarlett Johansson's one of my favorite yeah. Asian actor, actresses. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I love her. <laughs> and I forgot the character's name. Ghost in the show. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's, the MCU is going to look more realistic moving forward, I suppose. You know, I always keep in the, yeah. there was that viral video of that kid, you know, jumping up and down at, I'm not even sure if it was a kid, a person that was jumping <laughs> up and down at, you know, the Black Panther movie poster and screaming, you know, oh, this is must be uh-huh. how white people feel like, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I guess I never thought about it like that until i saw that video so yeah like like yeah. bob dylan once said the times they are a changing for the better <laughs> hopefully i mean roseanne got canceled today so we're, that's that's a yeah that's a step in the oh, right direction and the, yeah yeah um, yeah one of my favorite pictures sorry to cut you off chris like one of my favorite pictures is um i actually bought this it's like a comic it's a very comic book color actually i just bought this yesterday and it's um it's like just a simple sketch, and it has like Black Panther and I think the key on the cover, or Koye. But it, it's like it's just supposed to be Black Panther, and you see like this black boy and this little black this little black boy, little black girl is pointing to it, and be like, "That's me," and I think that's so, that is so powerful. That's and it's so important. Like I wish I had 
this is someone like that to look up to as a kid because I had Mulan and Cho Chang and really all these other like a really small number of Asians who are probably just the smart kids in school or just rebels that were just really confined and not really three-dimensional in any way like I didn't have that like I probably looked up more to white girls and white male heroes than people like and rather like Asian American females like who looked more like me than those people but now like with the MC like in the MC like you're right Ad, the MCU is becoming so much more diverse like look at Spider-Man Homecoming look at Runaways Runaways would not have been even greenlit like, in 2016, and now, like, literally the human version, like, literally the comic book version of me, Nico Minoru, is on, like, Hulu. Yeah. Chris can talk about this, but, yep. like, <laughs> but I, yeah, I wish I had someone, like, that, like, on screen growing up, and that's, like, just, just in terms of, like, just self-confidence, like, just, as that's just to help with that sort of almost escapism when things get rough like at least I have like that kind of role model that's why it's just so that's why it's so important and yeah I think yeah like as we said like unfortunately like Iron Fist was not you know good (laughs) unfortunately Iron Fist is not great like didn't get that chance but I think Marvel has learned from its mistakes Mm, I'm so imagining like Iron Fist season two (laughs) posters, like well, they can't change their. Yeah, I know. I think they've learned, and they can't change what they've already done. God, (laughs) because uh, yeah, but that that that's essentially why I always uh replayed. Let's get down to business from Mulan as a kid because that was literally my only. The only role model who looks like me. Yeah, I didn't even have a like a Cho Chang because everyone in Harry Potter they were all just <laughs> not Asian dudes. But um, uh, yeah. So to quote Adam, uh, quoting Finn Jones, quoting Riz Ahmed, representation matters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I think uh, we ran out. I think we're running out of time with you, Adam. So we're gonna wrap it up now. Oh. Um. But we're still going to have those people who um, are going to accuse everyone talking about this, even just talking about it, regardless of their position of being, you know, uh, social justice warriors who are ruining movies and television. (laughs) You know, those people. Um, The people who are, like, boycotting The Last Jedi for having women... Uh, those people having a uterus, um, and yeah, and there, there is nothing we can really do about that. I guess, like, I, I realize we didn't talk too much about that sect of people, but uh, also screw them. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's the final word on today's podcast. Perfect. <laughs> Izzy, thanks as always for for being on and. Uh, Adam, thank you for jumping on, and we hope to have you on uh, plenty of times, yeah. talking probably about uh, less sensitive yes. topics. Like Thanks for having me. I, I appreciated yeah. the invite. I yeah. uh, hope I didn't come off too brash or whatever. As an Iron Fist fan, no, I, I was always in the back of my mind. I'm like, like I told you, I'm like, oh, now I have to pre- prepare the whole next day saying, you know, I'm not a racist, but... Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, I don't have a racist bone in my body. Um, 
So, Adam, where can people find you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at Adam Barnhart. Um, A-D-A-M-B-A-R-N-H-A-R-D-T. Um, the feed's mostly full of sick Roseanne memes. Um, at least today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to retweet that I don't feel so good meme. I mean, come on. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, that's where I'm at yeah. on Twitter. Uh, Izzy, do you remember your handle? <laughs> so yes. Your friend um, web. You can follow me at Delirilyn, D-E-L-I-R-I-L-Y-N. I'll probably be retweeting those sick Roseanne memes. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I am at Compenderizer. Um, whenever this... Uh, episode does go out because we haven't even released this is the fifth episode we recorded we haven't released episode one yet uh we're, i guess we're still getting our hosting stuff done but uh we do have a late version of the logo from izzy and uh my buddy steve Mulder, uh in san francisco wrote a jazzy version of the avengers theme which will be uh kind of our little um uh, jingle, I guess let's call it. And, uh, so yeah, assuming you're actually listening to this and you're not me editing this right now, you can subscribe <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, please donate to the Marvel News Desk Patreon because more money equals more quality content such as this. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.